Welcome everyone to Dolls of Our Lives. This is the show where we're reliving the American Girl series book by book. And I can't believe this. Well, I guess I should say I'm Mary. I don't know. Does that matter? Allison? I think it does. I'm Allison. Are you still Allison? I am. And, you know, there's a lot going on this episode, but we want to bring our guest right out. I can't believe you're here with us. Kat Dennings, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm honored. I'm exhilarated. I'm <laughs> nostalgic. I'm wow prepared, but I'm a big wow. fan, big fan of both of you, big fan of this podcast and just very happy to be here. Oh my God. Thank you. You saying I'm nostalgic and I'm not prepared is like making me nostalgic <laughs> for like me at my own wedding. Like I practically said those <laughs> words. Um, we're so thrilled to have you here. Can I just say like, I think thinking back, you shared our show on your Instagram or something. And when I people were sending it to me and I was like, is this like a phishing scam? I was like, this is like person <laughs> catfishing cat and like that's sad. And but it's nice to listening to our show, I guess. So it's sort of like we're incredulous that you were, you know, part of this like community. Oh, yeah. Well, for, thank you very much. I was not catfishing you. I, this was OK. Thank a, you. It was a scam, but it was a scam to <laughs> be friends with okay. you guys and be on the podcast. Um, but I, yeah, I found the podcast because I was in a place as I think, I mean, I think we're all the same age. Maybe I'm a little bit older. I'm 19. I'm 30s. Me too. Okay. I'm July 31st, 1986. Allison's a year younger than us. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm Friday, the 13th of June, 1986. Exactly the wow. same day as the Olsen twins. I've heard many times. Is that we won't bring it up? We won't bring it up. Full house tie in for your wife. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. She'll really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So I was in a place of, of wanting that nostalgic feeling. I think we've all done that for, for whatever reason, um, mm -hmm. lately. And I was like, God, you know what I miss? I miss the American girl magazine. Like I miss the pleasant company what's going on. And I wonder if there's a podcast and sure enough, Wow. There you were. And it was called something else at the time. And now it is dolls of our lives, which is an incredible title and also the title of your upcoming book, which I read in advance and is incredible. Oh, my God. What a tie in. What a tie in. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Today, our book is entering the world is being published today. If you're listening, it's November 7th. Like, get excited. I can't believe it's real. I mean, as we record this, we do not have a copy of the book in our hands. You do. <laughs> and that is, you know, we're sitting with that. It's a little bit confusing, but... Wow. I yes. believe that the book will exist and that I will get to own a copy of it. I'm sad that the authors of this book <laughs> don't have a copy of their own book. And I do. It makes no sense. Um, no, as like a member of the Hollywood elite, like we want that for you. <laughs> well, you know I, I mean, I have read it. I loved it so much. I inhaled it because it's very well written. Obviously, you two are fantastic. I love the format of it. I love the story of of both of you and your friendship. And I, I've always wanted to know more about Pleasant, the Pleasant Company and like what that was all about. 
yeah, the magazine was really important to me. So it was cool to get to like dive into that. But I guess I didn't realize until we started researching and things how little I knew about Pleasant herself and, and her story. But just like the sexism that was used to describe her as she moved through these like multiple careers, like she was a real girl boss lady um, before we had that phrase. But she was an educational entrepreneur. She was a TV news anchor, which I did not know. And we found this news profile of her in the 70s that was like, she has sexy teeth. And it was just oh. like, oh my God, like no. what? No, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, it was pretty gross. <laughs> I mean, to be reduced to your appearance that way, it's like we don't discuss like Jeff Bezos, thank God, in any way, like based on his physicality. No offense to him. Like, I really don't even like, I can't command like an image of his face right now, but that's, you know, for the best, probably. I don't know. But like that has nothing to do with what people think of his business acumen. So it's just really weird and like kind of tragic that that's how people thought about Pleasant. I agree. And she it does have great teeth um, from what I've yep. gathered. Um, but it, there's more to her than just teeth. I'll say it. Wow. And you might say that she created a product that has teeth. <laughs> You know, like there's that. a lot of there there. There sure is. And the teeth, I, I actually have, I have wondered because I'm sure we'll get into the dolls themselves. Um, But I did not, I identify as a Molly as I know you both also do. Wow. I also identify Important. as a Rebecca just based on like what I've heard about the Rebecca series, mm -hmm. but um, I haven't read them, so I'm not sure. But, but the reasoning behind me not getting a Molly doll because I had a Samantha was that I think my mom was like, let's be honest. She's just Samantha with braids and glasses. So I'll get you glasses and we can braid her hair and then you have a Molly. And I was like, all right. Oh my God. I think they have different teeth, <laughs> right? The teeth are different. Now you're making me question my knowledge of their teeth. Allison, do you know this? We have been told, we were told very early on by doll experts that our love of Molly and like superficial joking about not liking Samantha was ridiculous because they are the same mold. Okay. So I'm right. So your they are. To something. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Your mom, your mom knew, your mom knew without knowing, like, but she didn't know there was an existential difference. Correct. Yeah. The really important big difference. Um, big difference in the, in the, the personalities, but I guess she was right. <laughs> thrilled about this i mean can we get into it like how did you how did american girl or pleasant company as it was in our age group um how did that come into your life well i actually asked my mom this this morning because i could not remember I, it because this was we're the last generation without the internet for yeah for of our childhoods like i don't think i had the internet until i was like nine or eight or something like that mm -hmm. uh, um, same. So did, did they just know what households had a, a girl in them and then send them the catalog? I'm not sure how this worked. Um, wow. There must've been some like direct marketing where they were like taking yeah. census data or like something, something nefarious was going down. There had to have <laughs> been. I, I, so I asked my mom because I got Samantha when I was really little, maybe like five. I, didn't she come out? When did she come out? 86? Yep. Okay. Samantha, um, Kirsten, and Molly are 86. Right. Okay. That makes sense then. So yeah, I think I was like four years old when I got Samantha. Wow. And I was like, well, I can't have really been 
been um like lucid about this like wanting this exact thing because i seemed a little too young for that but but who knows i i was out of my mind um so my mom said that we had gone over to a family friend's house and i don't remember anything but i do remember this incident so this the, these these people were were wealthy and their daughter was a little older than me and they were doing the house tour and they took me into the basement which belonged to this little girl i know it's okay it's it's not the way it's out it was safe okay it was safe but but you you're not prepared for what happens next neither was i we go down to the basement which belongs to the daughter essentially and she has every doll Every American girl doll that existed, every Barbie, every everything you can imagine, all down in this basement. So this was her like oh my God. personal toy closet. And I had never seen anything like this in my life. And it it wasn't like Hoarderville or anything, but it was just here are all of your things. And I felt I think that must have been my first jealousy incident because I was just like <gasps> What mm-hmm. is that? And I, I guess my mom said that I really focused in on the Samantha and then she bought me one and I'm very fortunate for that. Um, wow. So it was like FOMO. Like I thought this story was going somewhere where like you took a doll or like you had an oh, incident where you damaged. I, th- I thought that you like were going to say that you went like single white female on these dolls and like destroyed them in a rage or like <laughs> you took one. Like, am I just like, t- is my imagination like my Leo is like jumping out? I mean, I probably thought about it. It probably crossed my mind. Okay. But, you know, at the time I didn't have a purse that I could like put put a Polly Pocket <laughs> into. Which I'm not above. Yeah, um, love Polly Pocket. But so Samantha showed up on... A holiday morning, I think. I, it, they did the whole thing. I got the box. I saw that box. And I knew what that meant somehow. I'm not sure how I knew what was going on. But, you know, that mahogany box. Oh, yeah. The ribbon and the whole thing. And um, I was just so struck by that. And then the books and, and all that. And then I think I had, my mom said she added over the years, I had a Felicity also. And then wow. a Kirsten. But I don't remember owning a Kirsten, but I know that I had one because I have pictures of her. So it's a mystery. Wow. Interesting. And they're all missing. They're all gone from my life completely. Really? Mm-hmm. And you have no idea where they went? I have a, I mean, I'm sure that something is lurking in my mom's like storage shed. That's probably where some some of them are. Uh, I was very attached to them. Very, very. Like I took them everywhere and- Um, I don't think I would have ever allowed something to befall them, but it's possible that, that they've made new lives somewhere. Oh, it is. Wow. That's, you know, it's hard when people like choose different paths for themselves away from you. Like it's hard. (laughs) It's difficult. I was telling you off air, I still don't know where my dolls are. And my parents have invited themselves to every book event. And I was like, what if somebody says like, where are the dolls? And I just point to you and I'm like, can we get answers? Like, is that what it's going to take? <laughs> yeah, bring and them like, up. We really don't know. They were like, "We, I don't know. It's somewhere. It's here. We believe they're here. We never got rid of them. But I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm casually looking at eBay. Like, is that where this is going? It might be. <laughs> Allison, I've heard that you have like reinvigorated your passion for these dolls, right? You've purchased, you've purchased things recently or am I hallucinating that? 
No, no, that's true. Um, I bought a horse two days ago yes. because I have a horse, but she works full time. So like <laughs> I brought mm. Steps High, who's Kaya's horse, into oh. work. And one day, like a person who's like very high above me um, ma- made a passing remark of like how long she'd be here. And I was like, well, she works here. So now I feel like wow. she has to stay. Like he was asking the question completely in earnest and i was like i just kind of feel like she belongs here which he accepted completely as like a rational answer to to this so she is at work full time so i needed a horse for julie because the book we just read julie gets a horse i saw one for 15 dollars. i bought it at work off of facebook marketplace and he was like oh uh same person he was like who's this (laughs) i was like don't worry she's she's not going to work full time and he was like oh yeah of course i think he doesn't under he's like remember that meme that was like i understand i don't understand that's like as far as he's willing to go it's like i know wow now i mean is the other horse that you have is it penny or is it somebody else so allegedly it's Penny, but I'm actually not convinced that it is. So I'm calling her Nickel. And like, <laughs> if she gives me a follow-up, like That's I'm happy to so discuss bleak. with her. But someone loved, someone cherished this doll. Someone put a beautiful little like braid in her hair and put like mini, mini grin pins designed for dolls on her mane. So it's a really beautiful piece. And I feel like steps high has to work like steps high is like 40 to 60 hours a week she is maxed out and like now she knows that bosses are watching i want nickel to just be free like nickel just chills are you all concerned about like PETA getting involved here with these labor requirements no because unfortunately my kit also works like oh wow there's like bigger issues at play yeah so kit is there is she a minor so this kit, no, like this kit has been alive since the depression, okay. like in my telling. And so I got her a mill girl outfit, thanks to a listener named Regina. And I work in a mill. So she's just there. Like, it's just kind of part of her life. Wow. She's pre-1935 labor reform. I don't like, I didn't decide no, this, no. but it's just how, she's how it always is. smoking cigarettes yeah. when you're not looking. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. For sure. She has a tiny pair of scissors and she's wow. like, I know how to use them. So we're just all like super respectful. Like, Honestly, all it took was someone being like, oh, like, is that horse going to be here for a while? Like, that just, that's, that's all, all it needed. took for me to be like, yeah, she is here full time until I leave that job. That horse works there. I mean, to be honest, yeah. a mill with like a horse and a doll hanging out, this sounds like the best place I could imagine. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like a very yes. accepting and nice environment. We have a Felicity. We have a Barbie. Wow. They all work, right? So, oh I mean, were you a Barbie girl? Kat? Like, where are you at with that? Just American um, Girl? You know, I was, but I hated them. Um, mm-hmm. So, I wanted Barbies, and the the marketing was irresistible, as you all, I'm sure, remember. That specific shade of pink was like was like a toxin that just like leached onto you and like got its claws in you and you had to have it or that's how it felt to me and I my mom said I would ask to go to Toys R Us to go to the pink aisle which meant the Barbie aisle Mm -hmm. and um yeah I had I had Barbies we 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 went to a lot of like flea markets and and garage sales and stuff where I would buy other people's Barbies and I just had like a big tub of like missing limbed like jacked up Barbies that 
I loved, feared, and also, yeah, I just hated them so much. And I think I resented the the body image issue before I even knew what it was. I didn't respond to it by feeling insecure about myself, which is good. Mm-hmm. I responded with, like, rage. Um, <laughs> and I also... I was influenced by the Adams family at the time. And I, I remembered that Wednesday had like strung her Barbies up and then I did (gasps) scared the crap out of my mom. Um, But I was just acting out a scene, which was foreshadowing of course, for my life. Wow. So we heard five minutes ago that your dolls are all missing and that allegedly you don't have any. (laughs) Oh, wow. I I think that story is kind of like I'm casting it in a different light based on the Barbie story. Wow. Wow. It's becoming true crime. Well, where's Peter Fox's daughter when you need her? Damn. (laughs) That's a a reference to uh, our quick pre-show chat where Mary and I bonded over our shared love of Columbo. We're weirdly both watching. I didn't know you were watching it too. Yep. I'll have to check in with you, but it's it's on Peacock, everyone. <laughs> Figure it out. You can there watch is. all of it. Get it is it. get into it. It's like it's a show that will never make you feel bad. It it's like a warm hug from a man in a wrinkled trench coat who's doing some of the strangest or like, I, I mean, I'm not an actor. You obviously are a great actor. Like, I mean, where are you landing with Peter Falk as Columbo? Like good actor, great actor, greatest actor. <laughs> greatest actor, the end. Greatest actor there is. Um, but I hadn't done the deep dive on Wikipedia that you have, Mary. And and uh, that's right. So I learned that he, in his first marriage, uh, adopted two children, and one of them grew up to be a private investigator. And I'm just like, and it was just mentioned as an aside. Where is the biography of that person? And where's if anyone knows her, where's, where's the show? <laughs> I want a show about Columbo's daughter, you know, Meg- Oh my God. Megan oh my God. Columbo. And she's like on a stakeout and she's like, I wear a trench coat because like I miss my dad or IP. It's like personal. And like Bradley. she too is like pulling a rumpled piece of paper out of the pocket and it's like, excuse me, sorry, I didn't have a chance to have dinner. Like, can I have like some of this whatever off your plate? And Badly just one more it. thing. Yeah, totally. you know, I'm obsessed with him carrying an egg in his pocket. That is one of the best. And then the dog doesn't have a name, but, you know, there's a there's a basset hound sometimes. I mean, it's just the best. It's just you never see his wife. His wife. Does she exist? That's my question. Um, You can discuss. Oh, I've had that thought. Maybe there is no Mrs. Columbo. So maybe there's no Mrs. Columbo. And like not to like make this about me, but like as the non-straight person on this show right now, like I just want to say that I think there's a reading of Murder, She Wrote and Columbo that's like a queer reading. Where hundred percent. And like I was going to say this for the end, but it's like the one acting demand I'm going to make of you, which again, like I don't know that I'm allowed to make a demand of you, but I'm just going to like go ahead and step into this because I think we share a lot and I feel like it's okay. When are when is the appropriate age for you to start the Murder, She Wrote reboot that we need? Wow. Um, Well, due to can you handle it? Okay, of course, after the strike, after the strike. I mean, can I even dream about this right now? Can I like even discuss? Yes. For a show during the strike? I don't know. Um, Are you allowed? What if I just talk about it? I'm not a member of SAG at this time. (laughs) Maybe someday, well, probably you not. Might be, uh, you might be getting your first credit here today. I don't know how this works. Um, Definitely not. On a previous <laughs> episode, we actually did one of the American Girl plays, and my acting was, like, not even close the worst 
It was like so terrible. Was I can't it that even. Was Kirsten play from the correct or whatever? Because I had that cookbook. Yes, you did. Yeah, and I cooked from it. So what did you make? No I don't remember. Deal. I'm sure it was bad. But... <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm sure I stuff. did. I was like seven, so I don't think it was like a good food experience that I <laughs> made. But I know that I loved doing it. But I mean, okay. in terms of a murder, she wrote reboot. Listen, like I'm 37. Like I realized the other day that means I'm I'll be 40 soon ish. And that don't say that, that because we're the same age and I can't hear that today. Right. I don't want to say it. I don't want to hear it either. But I realized okay. I'm, like, I'm not in the middle anymore. I'm like towards the thing. I was like, yeah. that doesn't even no. I don't that doesn't make sense. I mean, great. Sure. No problem. Like, all right. I guess I should start using retinol or whatever. But <sighs> I'm scared to use that. Like, well, I tried I it and it was not. I my mm, I broke out. Did it hurt you? Yeah, no. It harmed me. Um, but maybe maybe in like a. I mean, depending on my aging process. I mean, we could we could do wigs. I'm definitely going gray. I mean, this is not a visual podcast, but there's a we can't see it. Happening. We can't see it. I would do it anytime except not now because I'm on strike. Good for you. Totally respect the strike. But I just want to say, like, as you develop this project, like, keep me in mind for, like, story concept. And also, like, please make Jessica queer because that's what I want. I mean, famously, like, she was like, I'm not going to have a love interest because it's going to rob Jessica of her power. And I'm like, go off. But, like, could we also not? There was always, like, men after her, obviously. And, like, in my mind, she was, like, hooking up with everyone on that show. But, like... <laughs> It just wasn't part of the plot. We didn't see it. So she was like, yeah, whatever. I'll hook up with you. Like, remember the guy who's like grandpa on Blue Buds? I never remember his name. Oh, God. Um, No, I don't he's know. like has a really bad accent on the show because he's like supposed to be a member of MI6 or something. He's always like, Jessica, like, I, why are you here in Jamaica? And she's like, oh, my God, like, why are you here? And then they like solve a crime. But I'm like, could you do that with a woman foil? Of course, of course. In fact, I think that that'd be a good update. I'm, I mean, Thank once you. the strike is over, um, I would like die for that concept. Okay, do with that what you will. I mean, okay. well, Agatha Christie to Jessica to you, like I see this trajectory. <laughs> Angela, R.I.P. Oh my God, daughter. Columbo's daughter would also be a great show. Honestly, there's so many <laughs> things that we could do. Look. The strike is really ruining our show ideas right now. It is. It's hard. But like maybe someday that's what I'm just, you know, Oprah style. I'll manifest it. I love I mean, that. And I'm going to manifest it along with you guys. The world needs more of that kind of content. But um, you mentioned before, like, you know, technically the show is about American girls. So I guess I should ask you about that. But <laughs> circling back, you said that the magazine was also important to you, like, were you a longtime reader of the magazine? Like, what are your memories of the magazine? Okay. Well, Allison said grin pins, which is, I forgot what those were called, but I had, there was like a black denim, like banner thing that you could put your pins on. hundred percent. Okay. So I didn't make that up. Um, I had that on my door. I pinned my pins on them. I was very into this whole thing. And do you remember, I think you've mentioned it on the podcast or in the book, but there was like a pen pal initiation program in the magazine, right? Yes. That's right. So I did that. <gasps> oh my I God. A pen pal named Amanda, who I, I was in Pennsylvania. She was in, um, 
she was in Long Island and we were pen pals for like years. And oh my God. We met through this program in the American Girl magazine and we would like sign our letters like friends till the blank blanks, like friends till the microplastics or whatever, like <laughs> end of the letters that it was so precious. And I ended up going to her bat mitzvah in real life. What? Yeah, so we were like close enough and had done this pen pal thing for so long that she like invited me to her bat mitzvah and I went. <gasps> and oh my God. A great experience. I had a blast. It was like incredible to meet her. And then I guess like we, I don't know what happened, but we grew up and grew apart, I suppose. I mean, Amanda hit me up. Like, I don't Amanda, know. Amanda, <laughs> are you out there? Oh my She's God. She's out there, I assume. I wish I remembered her last name. Maybe my mom has a letter, but like, yeah, like real love story out of the American Girl magazine. That is incredible. Like, was it, what was it like when you met her IRL? Was it like, on a scale of one to when we met on Zoom right before we started this, <laughs> which I didn't feel was awkward. But like, how was it? If this is a 10, then that might have been like an eight because okay. I was young. You know, how old were we? Maybe we were like 10 or something like that. Mm -hmm. We couldn't have been maybe nine or something. Um, You know, it was like I was very nervous. I remember what I wore because I have a picture because they did like fake ID uh, not like that, but like, you know, sometimes at these kids parties, they'll do like a laminated ID card, like a fake thing. So I got like a fake FBI. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I was wearing like a chic black, like shift dress. <laughs> wow. Um, and we had like a group photo. I don't know who anybody is. All I know is Amanda had red hair. She was just adorable. And I had like a blast. I mean, Amanda, if you're out there. Amanda, where are you at? Back in touch. But it's like, that's such a sweet program that they had that they would match kid like girls as pen pals. And like, it seems like it was a really successful program, like also kind of precarious if you think about it. Like a lot of the language in the magazine was like, make sure your parents know and like, you know, don't reveal anything too personal or like, you know, like <laughs> girl, make sure you're a child though. <laughs> What? Yeah. I mean, like, could that happen today? Could that program happen today? I don't think so. I mean, I, I maybe through like a legitimate source, because from what I, I learned is this from your book, it, it seemed like the Pleasant Company or American Girl, the company had people in it who were really like hands on and caring about the content, unlike many other things, I, I think. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting to learn from one of the editors of the magazine that they were probably more than any other part of the company, it felt like really focused on making it inclusive, like not putting models on the cover and making sure that like the help section, which was iconic to me, like was something that the editor in chief like took really seriously and answered. And, you know, like the, it just was like a very well taken care of like organization. It seemed like the people there were like invested it wasn't just a job for them like they were into the mission and you know it's like very endearing yeah I, I was excited to read that because it didn't come across as as like a bunch of older people talking down to kids it felt very like heartfelt and I really I mean I took to this American girls thing like you wouldn't believe I mean I had the merch I had an American girls shirt I had the hat I had the pins I put together a whole outfit. I remember for I was homeschooled, so that should explain a lot right there. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? What is being no. homeschooled? Um, 
what when does it do for you? Becoming kind of a hermity, uh, old man, girl type. Okay. Um, but I think that would have happened anyway. Um, but I remember putting together an outfit for, for my enrollment in a regular public school. Cause I like begged my parents to let me go to school. Cause I wanted to know what it was like. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It was bad. Um, really? Yeah. So I, I don't know if any of your listeners will, will feel me on this one, but so we go, I plan this outfit. The outfit is black jeans, okay. black American girl brand shirt with the like girl shape whatever i think you know the i like literally just ordered that shirt because they just reissued okay. it oh hell yeah for adults yeah i know <laughs> braids molly braids and an american girl branded baseball cap and black la lights not to show off <laughs> i'm a, i'm a sneaker person i'm impressed okay so i'm sure your listeners know what la lights are but they are light up sneakers <laughs> and they were like a big deal to own. So yes, they were. They were banned from some schools for being too cool. Like you weren't allowed yes. to like have light up sneaks because they were like, that's going to be so distracting. Like no light up sneaks and no slap bracelets. Like my school was like, you may not wear light up sneaks and stop bringing slap bracelets to school because it's like Fun? creating like, yeah. Wow. Or wheelies. No wheelies. You couldn't have the roller skate sneakers at my school jeez that i feel like could be a safety like issue <laughs> i get that but the slap bracelets it seems a little much you're mentioning that very cool outfit but i feel like we've all seen the pictures of you in like the 18th century cap yes um so i love that you just said that outfit was cool because um i went to this <laughs> school to be enrolled and i was shoved into a line of lockers by someone just passing by and i was like maybe this place what is bad. Yeah, I, they were like, I don't remember if they said anything, but I think my outfit was not cool. And then I was filling a form out and I misspelled the word friend. And I had a complete breakdown. I was like, I can't go here. I can't go here to this. I misspelled friend and it's all over. My mom was like, what? I was like, it's not for me. Exactly. Wow, it's a wrap. That's it. And I didn't go. Um, but, so you uh, went for like one day and then you were like, I've seen what I need to see. I already feel bad about it's over. I forgot how to spell friend because I was nervous and I used a pen. So like this is my life is over. Um, so I'm a quitter and I'm I'm proud of it. Um, I think it's good <laughs> to own it. And I think this is a safe space for you. So it's OK. Thank you so much. And as for the cap, um, I was big into outfits and period costumes and historical garb. Um, I know I'm in the right place for that. <laughs> I think it came from Felicity because. I got very into that whole thing, the dressing style, the bonnets, you know, the whole nine yards. And my mom loved seeing me in a bonnet. So she was encouraging that. Um, I went on many, uh, not school. I was homeschooled, but I also went to like a program with other homeschooled kids twice a week. So it was like not school school, but we went on field trips and like did classes and stuff. And we went to, um, I don't know if either of you are familiar with this. It is still called um, the Colonial Plantation in Pennsylvania. No, where is that? I've never been there. I don't know. Pennsylvania somewhere, man. It's, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean... um, it's called that. And and even as a little kid, I was like, something's off like about this <laughs> whole thing. I don't like it. I don't know. I don't know about this. Um, but of course, all the things they don't want to talk about weren't featured 
whatsoever to the kids mm-hmm. taking um tours and things and that's very disturbing but uh yeah there's no but but anyway i churned butter i brought my felicity to that i wore an apron i put a bucket in a well and whatnot you know i was into i was into the dressing up part of it and yeah i, I brought felicity to this is she there still she do might you think be that's down where a she well. is i mean i'm sorry to <laughs> Okay. Jessica. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's rough. I mean, do you think about like, when you go back in your mind to like being at that place with your Felicity doll, like is being interested in like something affiliated with the past? Like, was it something that interested you because you were curious about the past or because it was an opportunity to dress up? Oh, probably the dressing up took, took the lead, but by the time I was seven we had moved into a historical home that had a plaque on it from the historical society so we lived in like wow. a, a house you can probably look it up i it's called penn cottage for william penn oh my god like stayed there um i okay. i know you can look it up because there was a plaque on the house built in like 1692 or something like that and I kind of became more interested in in history through this because the historical society used to conduct tours through our house like twice a year. What? Oh, I'd be like eating my Barbara's corn puffs or whatever, like (laughs) on the sofa. And then there'd be like 20 little ladies like going through with like pamphlets and being like, ooh, look at this. And it it was just like trying to listen to my Hanson CD, like. Love it. Love a Hanson reference. Yeah, always. So I was interested in the history of that through the house, like seeing people be so interested in that house that I was just living in. I didn't think much of. And um, that was really cool. I mean, I liked the historical society and they were all really nice. And we went there a couple of times to like look at um, architecture, but like pictures of what the house used to look like. You know, it was interesting, but yeah. You know, I again, I'm still I'm still very not educated on historical stuff. It's okay. I mean, we're not going to quiz you. Okay, good. Thank God. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Okay, like I did just lie to you because we are going to quiz you, but like not about the past, (laughs) not about not about like uh, not other past, like your past. If you're open to it, we've dreamed up our own version of a millennial American girl quiz that, you know, would not be like misplaced and if American Girl magazine still exists. If if it still existed, it does not, but RIP. I love this. I'm very Okay. Excited. So we sent you a link. Some hero out here, Lizzie and Dilly at blogspot.com scanned a bunch of the catalogs. Do you have that link? Yes. Let me click on it right now. Oh my God. Okay. So you that. just want to yeah, take a peek, <laughs> take a scroll. You're gonna need this for this quiz that we're about to play with you oh my god i remember some of these covers so vividly this is crazy the the 1995 holiday the one with just the girl's face on it that is what i remember this is so exciting yes oh yeah that was an iconic cover also the sunflower hat on the oh my god beautiful (laughs) um allison do you want to tee us off yeah, so we are going to get started with our quiz, and now we know that you have a personal connection. So we're going to imagine that we're in the year 1995, oh. so you are perfect American girl age, yep. and your parents have given you a crisp $50 bill to buy gifts for the Olsen twins 
for I'm going to say your joint birthday party with them. Yes. Wow. What are you buying them from this catalog? And you have $50 to spend. So you can take your time, look through the catalog, but we want to hear from you like, what are you buying them and why? And no, before you ask, go to 1995. Any of the 1995 catalogs, I think, will count. So whichever one you want. But and before you ask, like, we don't think that they sell cigarette trays in the American Girl catalog. <laughs> I know that that was at Mary Kate's wedding, allegedly, allegedly. Oh, really? But, oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, apparently so she put out like trays of cigarettes around the reception. Wow, I don't love that. Um, I'm, I'm choosing the spring catalog because I feel like that's the the month of June. This was this would be OK. Or where we would go with this. So $50. Oh my God. So I can't get anything. Can I spend like $20 on this? $30 on me? <laughs> it's your 50. Yeah. All right. Well, there's two of them. So I have to get, I have to like split this in half. <laughs> All right. Ooh, Felicity's party treats. Oh my God. Wow. Oh my God. This is so great. We won't get into the wintertime amusements because it's triggering for Allison. She ordered those and they never arrived. The winter entertainment never came. I'm really sorry. Waiting. Do you think you could reap? purchase or is it just out of it's just too expensive because I've looked and this stuff has skyrocketed in price that is very true I look on Facebook marketplace almost every day because I just like a deal and I have found that dolls are actually a lot of them are are getting sold cheaper than the accessories because so many of these are finite right people got rid of them or they don't know what they are like people who know what they have they mark up the prices like you can pay $60, $70 for a single outfit. Wow. And get a doll for 40 So That's weird. All right. Listen, I feel for you and I want you to have that very badly. <laughs> Thank you. Because I didn't I didn't own that. Uh, but if I did, I would go to my mom's shed and find it for you and send it to you. <laughs> wow. Okay. So here I am at Molly's birthday story because... All right, there's two of them. So I guess I'd have to like buy them the same thing because they're twins or whatever. Um, I'm already mad that I'm not getting this. Let's see. <laughs> That's a great energy to bring to a birthday party is I'm animosity pissed, towards like the birthday girls. <laughs> yeah. That's a great end. That's a great vibe. That's gonna create a really great party vibe. Like I love that. And also you deciding to buy them the same gift, I think is interesting because <laughs> my brother and I were raised like twins. My older brother and I were Irish twins, eleven months apart. So from July thirty first to August twenty eighth, we're the same age, which like don't think too hard about it because it just makes me feel dead inside. We're Irish, it's fine. It's it's what happens. But people would literally like do that to us and be like, I got you guys the same gift or like, and I'm like, but we're really different. Like, I don't, it's just. Okay. So you're making a good point because then they I'm would just saying. share, they would share. Is it, is it bad tact to like give twins one gift, like to Mary Kate and Ashley, like <laughs> here's your one gift I got you. The subtext of this question is like, you want to buy yourself a gift. And we've already said you're allowed to do that. Well, what if one, because I'm looking at the prices here at Molly's birthday story. And well, yeah, that's always going to be the challenge. One tea set is $50. That's the whole thing. That's the oh, your parents didn't give you enough money, I think, for this game. I'm going to pick. All right. Then if I had to, I'm going to do. I'm Wow. The whole book collection, the Molly's birthday collection is $185, you guys. I mean, Worth every penny. Wow. Wow. Okay. So let's do let's do Molly's party treats for 24. Okay. Or Ashley 
I don't know why. <laughs> okay, we won't question it. Well, then we'll do the party games for 20. And then I have uh, $6. Wait, I have very little left over, so there's no point. I mean, if you had $2 left over, you could get her saddle shoes for yourself. Right, right. Doll size, but... Or I would do the tea set and just give it to both of them because that's a, that's solid, just 50 on the nose. I think that's a nice nicer present, okay. honestly. Or two dogs. You could oh, do wow. two playful pups and then you would still have money yeah, left. Yeah, also I was going to say, do you have like, uh, what would you do with that money for the Olsen twins? Honestly, they don't need a gift. Wow. Like they're not going to notice. So <laughs> I'm actually kind of with Kat. Like if I'm in that room already, I don't have a lot to worry about. Okay. Like, Whoa. Wow. No, but honestly, I've always loved the raincoat. Oh, like there are certain things that like I had homemade versions of. I had a homemade version of the birthday outfit, the raincoat, basically all the Molly stuff. I would get her bed and bathrobe if I could go back in time because I still think those are adorable. They are so cute. Absolutely. I love that little that little red bedspread with the piping, that's precious. And the hot water bottle is so cute. I can't handle it. How much is this bed? $40? Trying to look. $140? Yeah, and not in this economy, not anymore. Yeah, no, right, babe. Really that cool. trunk is $150? Guys. I got to say, too, Lizzie and Lily, who run this website, do an amazing job. And you better believe every page of this is watermarked. Wow. As Respect. I mean, Respect. I'm blown away. I remember the thing I wanted more than anything and I never got it was that was Felicity's blue dress. Oh, yeah. That was like my truly an iconic look. That was what I really, really wanted. And it never it never happened, which is fine. My mom like got me so many things I had um, because I remembered what it was and I had to look it up. But I had Samantha's party treats, which is incredible because it's like a wicker table and wicker chairs and then like little mini petty fours and like crystal a crystal um glasses with like a cherry pattern and like gold and a pitcher with the same pattern and then like i mean little little um rose bouquets i mean this had it all it had like a lace table beautiful <laughs> it was incredible and I that got a lot of play that like really did and my mom said she saw me entering the troll dolls into the tea parties a lot <laughs> Wow. So, but you were just an accepting party host. That's what I'm hearing here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Do you feel like, you know, like your design aesthetic as an adult, like does any of it draw on your American girl taste? Like, are we going to oh. see, like, is the Samantha party set, did that inspire anything for you? Subliminally, I'm sure it did. I mean, I, there's a tea set off camera that um, I own here that, I mean, yeah, I have a kind of vintagey aesthetic. I do own a lot of antique items and I get mostly everything in my house from Etsy. Respect. For sustainable and taste reasons. Like I just think things were made to last back then. I mean. Agree. I just bought a um, library card catalog off Facebook marketplace and I've like convinced myself I can figure out how to like bring it back to life. And I just was (laughs) like, I'm just, my wife unfortunately like is very supportive of me, which is kind of a disaster (laughs) because like when I first wake up in the morning now, I'll go on like Facebook Marketplace and I've been looking for a card catalog for my house. And so I saw one and I was like, oh my God, like I can't believe this. Like it's it's such a good price. 
And just like sort of, I think Anna thought rhetorically, I was like, what if I bid on this like right now? It's like 7 a.m. I'm going to get in hot. She was like, yeah, whatever, LOL. Like she's going about her day, went to work. I put in a bid and got it. And I was like, you know, spoiler alert, you and I are going on a road trip like 45 minutes from here to a stranger's home to get the card catalog. So for you, but yeah, you know. So, but now I'm like, wow, I wish American Girl had like sort of like a basic woodworking book amongst its many books, because that's what the skill set that I need. That's a good point. So I actually have a surprise for both of you because I found something while I was going through my personal book area and I will describe it for the listeners, but I found my, my real copy of super slumber parties. <gasps> Whoa. Oh my God. So that made it. Historical item. It made it. And I mean, it's got it all. It's got the pleasant company thing on the thing. The beautiful. Oh my God. The little cartoon style in those letters, which is so iconic. It's very cool. Just so cute. And it was very influential on me and like my vibe. I, in fact, I made the for listeners there's a moon and star illustration on strings on the back of this book and i remember making that for my bedroom um so the other cool thing in here because it's filled with just the oh best my God. illustrations for anyone who remembers it's like a very beautiful cute smiley you know it's like the same thing as as the dreaded um body book or whatever that is the i also care and keeping that. of you Traumatized. Yes, I have that somewhere. <laughs> um, but look, so inside is the is like the free catalog. What oh my god. The little like mailer <laughs> inserts return for That's a awesome. catalog. Yes. And they're like new. I guess I never tore them out or did anything. I mean, it says if you liked this book, you'll love American Girl magazine. For 1995, so we'll send you six big bi-monthly issues of American Girl. It's not bad. You're making me so nostalgic right now. Look at that. Beautiful. Free catalog. It says something to stand up and shout about. Something to celebrate. Discover a catalog packed (laughs) with things you love. Good books, beautiful dolls, party dresses, sporty gear, craft, fun jewelry, teddy bears, sleeping bags, cuddly nightshirts, comfy clothes, lots more. (laughs) <laughs> You've basically just dropped like a better version of the Willy Wonka ticket to the factory on us, <laughs> but it's cruel because it doesn't exist. I mean, the catalog exists, but the magazine doesn't. I know. I know. I just couldn't believe this when I found it, because like I said, all my I have no idea where my Samantha book series is. I don't know where my dolls are, um, but apparently I know where my super slumber party book is. Which Jeez. Is yeah. Okay, it's interesting that that was your surprise because that will come up later in this quiz. Yes, we're still oh we're still in the midst of it. We let you get comfortable, <laughs> but you're still on the clock. Okay, let's okay. Go. Question two: You can pick one character whose clothes you can wear for the rest of your life. Who would you choose and why? Oh no. Okay. Well, part of me wants to say Samantha, but I know that that's that's not really doable. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Molly. That's just more accurate to who I really am, you know. I respect it. You're not going to get an argument from us. Yeah. I wear glasses. I have long hair, braids, whatnot. It'll it'll all be fine. Yeah. 
Now, our next question, we're going to assume that everything with the strike has been resolved and that Tom Hanks calls you up. He cold call or maybe you talk all the time and he says, we don't know. I want to cast you in a reboot of the Molly movie, but we can change the timeline up so we don't mess with the other movie. What look are you wearing? Like, what character do you want to be in this? And do you have any plot ideas that you want to kind of spitball with Tom? Wow. Tom, first of all, my best friend, Tom Hanks. He calls me all the time. Just kidding. Um, He's who's, who texted earlier. Oh, yeah. He was texting me earlier before I put my disturb <laughs> on. Like, what's up? Let's talk about this American Girls movie. Um, okay. Well, I guess in my age range... I would, I think I'd be Molly's mom. I mean, I think that only makes sense. Or could we invent like a new neighbor character for Molly? As you can mom? do any, it's your movie. So you can do okay. whatever you want. Here's my feeling. I'm feeling like Molly is played by an, a different person who is not me because I feel like, I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't know if I have what it takes to like shoulder this responsibility of like older Molly. Wow. You know, it'd be like playing like 30 year old Matilda. Have we talked about that? Yeah. No, we have not talked about that. Wow. I, I mean, there's there's a version of that in this life too. Like Matilda grows up. What's that like? But in terms of Molly, some some amazing ingenue should play Molly, and then I could be like the sassy, weird neighbor in her apartment building who's like nosy and wears a lot of kimonos and like smokes a big <laughs> cigarette holder, or whatever. You know, like that vibe. That's my dream vibe. Yes, that sounds incredible. We want that for you. Okay, you. now we're. On the horn. Get Tom on the horn. <laughs> Maybe he'll send you a typewriter. I know he's like obsessed with that. Like you could write the script together on a typewriter. Oh That's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long time. Uh, <laughs> our next question invokes, we assume another one of your Hollywood friends, Julia Roberts, iconic American girl movie producer, whether right. or not you've tracked that. But let's imagine that she approaches you to co-produce the story of any American girl doll. Who do you choose and why? Oh, and you can what? you can like make up a doll if there's not an era you want covered that you would like to cover. Well, you know, I'm an OG, AG person. So I only grew up with a few of these stories before I mm-hmm. kind of felt like I was quote unquote too old for these these books. So I'm only familiar with like Kirsten, Felicity, Addie and Samantha. And there's been a Felicity movie. Mm-hmm. There's been a Samantha Yep. Yes. Um, should there be a Kirsten movie? I don't know. Um, but I also am not, I'm not like it doesn't make sense for me and the optics of who I am to produce either of of these because I'm not experienced. So maybe there could be a Rebecca movie that I could produce. I would produce a Rebecca. I would I would love to see that. I feel like she could have been my like real life grandmother. And so I have like at least something to bring to the table. I actually think that that would be incredible. Like jokes aside. There should be a Rebecca movie. Like I love like early movie making history anyway. Like the aesthetics of that. Like totally. My God. Great vibe. Yeah. Julia, let's go. Let me get Tom and Julia (laughs) into a text thread really quick. Yeah. No big deal. So assuming that you hang out with them all the time and assuming that you still have super awesome sleepovers, what lifestyle product would you like to bring? And these are just some options. The care and keeping of you. I'm guessing no. No. Any one of the sleepover kits, the crafts for girls, the games and giggles, or the help books. Oh, wow. Or a cookbook. An American Girl cookbook is also a great option. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like I feel like I'm either the craft book 
or the games and giggles because I think I owned those. I would love to see them again. Maybe, maybe, maybe games and giggles just because, you know, where crafts come, <laughs> so does failure, um, depending. Oh, on- <laughs> oh, wow. So you're kind of thinking about like maintaining a healthy <laughs> vibe throughout the evening. Like, were you a sleepover person? Did you like going to sleepovers or hosting them? I attempted many times to have fun at sleepovers. I think I was I was always a very anxious child and I still am an even more anxious adult. Um, and I always felt like very concerned about when I was getting picked up and like what the food situation was and like, yep. Oh, I felt like I could not ask for snacks at somebody else's house. Even though I probably could have, I felt very anxious about that idea. And then just like sleeping in someone else's house felt very weird. Um, but I, I, had, I had sleepovers at my house, which were really fun and we never slept and you know, it was, it was a great time, but I wasn't a huge sleepover fan. But I feel like the games and giggles, I feel like everybody has an opportunity to bring something to the table. Yes. You're thinking like a good host. Yeah. Yes. Inclusive, you know. It's not like you're proposing karaoke, which truly only works for like a certain kind of person, not (laughs) me. So I was, I'm just flashing back. Like I was not a sleepover person because like you, I was anxious, but I'm also a lifelong insomniac. So the idea of like having to sleep at someone's house, I was like, I'm not going to sleep. And then I'm just going to be up all night in some stranger's house by myself. And like, what am I supposed to do? But I went to one sleepover party and they're like, it's going to be great. No, seriously, just stay. And then I stayed and they're like, surprise, we're doing karaoke. And I was like, oh, God, (laughs) that's my nightmare. I loved sleepovers. Yeah, honestly, I went to a lot. I had a few close friends. I was at their house all the time. I I didn't live super close to a lot of people. So for the time commitment of getting me, most of my high school friends lived almost an hour away. Oh, wow. So sleepover was great because wow. it was like we could just do a bunch of things and stay up. And one of my dad's favorite things he would say, he'd be like, kids are always junk the day after a sleepover. Oh. They eat junk and they they feel like junk. And honestly, he was real for that. Like, that true. was not. I mean, that is true. He's right. You're about totally that. dysregulated. I love this as one of our very quick pop questions. Which character would you want to have spent the Y2K New Year's Eve with and why? <laughs> wow. I was at a sleepover that night. My parents were not worried. They sent me to a sleepover. Wow. So. You know, I had a friend um, who I won't name because I don't think <laughs> she shares. I, I don't know. I don't know if she's not in my life anymore for no good reason. She's totally great. Um, but her parents were were like Y2K um like concerned about the real about this okay they were out there i mean it's hard to remember now but people there were people who were very worried about this they were worried about i was worried i was worried too because i was like hold on like what's gonna happen is something gonna happen and we're like no i was like what if it does <laughs> but her yeah. parents i think like converted money into like gold bars and like bought like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, one of my my friend's parent mom did that. Like, I have a visceral memory of like being at my brother's soccer game and her like trying to convince the other parents that they should be like burying gold in their backyard. Wow. Okay. Was it the same person? It could have been like could have been. (laughs) I don't know. I remember they wouldn't let us go see Pirates of the Caribbean or something like that because it was like, um, like devil worship. Um, (laughs) But anyway, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a vibe. So uh, I would say, you know, I haven't gotten into Kit because I'm 
I've just listened to the podcast about about these other books. Um, maybe Kit. Why not? She's prepared. I feel like she'd be prepared. I mean, I feel like it's gonna be fine no matter what. I feel like if I took like one of the OG dolls, they just would they would like pass out because of there'd be too much going on that they didn't understand. <laughs> or maybe Claudie. Actually, Claudie may be a better choice. Yeah, probably good in a crisis. I'm taking Kirsten. Why? Honestly, okay. what? I feel like she does the wackiest thing possible. Like, you know, we're out and we see, you know, that there might be bears around and she sticks her hand in the honey. Like, I'm going to come out looking cleaner and saner by comparison. Okay. And she'll braid my hair, which I love. She'll braid my hair. We'll make a quilt together. Like, I feel like at worst, you know, she does something that's kind of eccentric. And at best, we have a nice meal together. And at worst, wow. something burns down also. Yeah. And honestly, like, that was going to happen anyway, that's right? Cool. Like, was it? Or she could, like, dig up the gold other people had buried in the backyard. And yeah. she's like, I just found it. I'll hang out I with the raccoon. I can have this. So it's Well, that's good. something I didn't consider. We could have raided my friend's parents' backyard for their gold, all three of us together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Wow, powerful. Maybe it's still there. Who knows? Road trip. Ooh, <laughs> that's right. I mean, what was feminism about if not a road trip to dig up gold that might still be buried from Y2K? 100%. Actually, <laughs> another good movie idea that I can't pitch because I'm on strike right now. You know, like, we'll put it in a notes app. Like, we'll bury it for now. We'll just, <laughs> you know, it'll be a little time capsule. This episode's you know, drinking sp- game is how many times do I bring up the strike? <laughs> Oh, my God. Not enough, honestly. <laughs> you know, we thought it would be more. Samantha would have brought it up every other word. If oh, we're it's being... true. Rebecca, too. Rebecca, Rebecca too. Loves Rebecca also rights, loves so. labor rights, as you'll find out when you make that movie someday. But, um, you know, speaking of, you know, things from our childhood, I recently watched the Beckham documentary. Would love to know if you've seen it. Your thoughts. Um, desperately looking for people to talk about it with. Like no one is watching this but me. Apparently, I'm looking for a niche person who doesn't care about soccer like me, but also watch this entire thing. But anyway, you you learn about how he met Posh Spice. Which American girl do you believe could double as a Spice Girl? Oh my God, what a great question! First of all, I have not seen this documentary. I'm really sorry. Please do. It's on Netflix. I'm just okay. saying. I don't know if I, don't, I I'm not sure if you're on strike. You haven't really brought it up. But like if if <laughs> I don't know if this impacts your behavior on strike, but like I need you to watch it and just get back to me. I will, because I've, I, I swear I've been planning on it, but I feel like I've seen a lot of clips and sometimes it feels like I've seen enough. All right. Like they love each other. And like she, she had a, her dad had a Rolls Royce or Rolls. I know I saw that too. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this, but honestly, like I'm very into like men who make sports documentaries about themselves to like frame their own place in history. He EP this documentary. I hope he did. David Beckham. Did he executive produce? Yes. Oh, are you kidding? Oh yeah. But this falls in the grand (laughs) tradition of like, um, oh my God. Derek Jeter's uh, The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, no, I have. I mean, look, I, I, <sighs> wow. I'm i not a sports. I, I don't know a lot about sports. I'm going to be honest. So I That's never, okay. I never watched. Safe space. Those. But I do want to watch this because I was a big Spice Girl person, obviously. So, okay. Who would be a Spice Girl? I'm going to. It's hard again because I've only, I'm have i an OG, so I only have a few. That's like, okay. Contacts for these girls. So, um. Felicity is insane, right? She's like a narcissist. Um, sure. <laughs> she might have what it takes like to be a pop star during that time. Like I'm not saying the Spice Girls are. I think I've seen Spice World. They all seem great. 
Um, yeah, you do have to have a certain like uh, interior story to be able to like take it all the way. You know what I mean? Like if if yeah. you're a Kirsten, like it ain't gonna work out for you. You know, um, that's a complicated narrative. If you're like tender hearted, um, it's just I feel like pop music is like a bad zone. So like I could never. Yes. Like when you said the word karaoke, I like had palm sweat. Um, <laughs> I'd say Sorry. Felicity, I'd say Felicity could take it to the limit one more time. I think she would do well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Revolution Spice. Sure. I um, mean, she'd be kind of party. like bringing Tea Party Spice. She'd be like kind <laughs> of like bringing down the project of the Spice Girls from within, like them as a UK symbol. And then she shows up and she's like, anyway, like independence, question mark. And oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't make any sense for her to be in a British pop. But movie. I love that. But, but, but maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe she's like, I haven't really read up on the revolution enough. I don't really know. <laughs> also, she might try to push Jerry Halliwell out for being the other redhead. Oh, I agree, I agree with that. Well, yeah. She doesn't allow the tea towel dressmaking. For oh, sure. yeah. She's offended. Definitely not. Right about that. We love that. Well, you passed our quiz. Oh, we weren't good. keeping score, <laughs> but, you know, that was her last quiz question. And I think you won. Well, I actually have a question for both of you that's not, it's not answerable, but I've thought about it my whole life. So I'd like to get your thoughts. Oh, wow. You've touched on the show Felicity being the only other notable Felicity character, right? Mm -hmm. I don't remember you discussing this, but it's been on my mind that Felicity from the show Felicity has a love interest named Ben. (sighs) That's right. In the show's name is Ben. Felicity and Ben, hello. Like, does we, uh, Abrams, like, who can we talk to about this? I think there's a copyright suit here is what I'm hearing. And, like, Valerie Tripp should be getting more royalties <laughs> than she is, perhaps. Um, that's a great... I mean, it's sort of one of these questions where it's like, we just read a book for the Patreon on teen dramas and Felicity was not covered. But mm. it does make you wonder, like, were they if the writers a fan? Like, it, it just feels like it's there. I've looked up on, I mean, I don't personally know anyone affiliated with the television show Felicity. I've, well, I, I guess I passively have met people, but no one that I think could confirm or deny this for me. Like I've looked at who the writers were and I've been like, who do I know that I could ask to text? This oh, wow. Because it's bothered me. I'm like, Did, is JJ yes. a big fan? I need to know. Wow. JJ, I feel, <sighs> JJ, please reach out. What about JJ's daughter? Right? Like maybe that's where this all came from. I really need to oh know. Oh my God. I need to know. All right. If anyone out there knows anybody, please get in touch with us. We need answers. Please. Even if you don't know anyone, but you just have a strongly felt theory, get in touch. <laughs> if you agree with me, please get in touch. That's right. That's the, the only people we want to hear. Kat wants to hear from are people that agree with her on this. So. And Amanda, your oh, that's right, and Amanda, Amanda, come forward. Yeah, I'd love to hear from anyone who agrees with me and Amanda. That would- <laughs> okay, kind of niche, but okay. Um, what <laughs> teen dramas did you watch? Did you watch Felicity? Of course, I watched every WB show. Yep, there was to watch. I mean, Dawson's Creek, Felicity, yep. Roswell. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Of course. I waited in line at like a Nordstrom to meet one of the actors from Roswell as a young kid. And I got wow. a picture with him. His name, I'm sure he's a lovely man. And he was so nice to me. His name is Brendan Fair. I haven't followed his career. Hey, Brendan. What's up, Brendan? What's good? Um, I was such a fan of all of these shows. I was a legit teeny bopper like fan of 
people like loved actors loved musicians whatever like I was just a regular yeah girl who just was like a big fan I had um tiger beat like oh my god pages on my wall everywhere I was were you in sync or Backstreet Boys or another boy band I was BSB Honestly, that has, well, it's, it's complicated. I know. Neither one of those fandoms have aged. You know, there's complicated things with age. <laughs> it's not a great time to be a Justin Timberlake fan. So I feel like that's in your favor, at least. I was always BSB and I felt like NSYNC was like coming for them. And I don't know why, but this is the kind mm-hmm. of stuff I thought about at the time. I did end up being in a Hanson music video. Oh, I want to hear all about that. It was great. It was the best experience. One of the best experiences of my entire career. Um, I remained a fangirl from like age, whatever, six to current, like, wow, I played guitar. There was a, I love Hanson sticker on my guitar. Um, oh my God. And then I was so outspoken about being a fan of Hanson that they eventually were like, okay, do you want to be in a video? I was like, yeah, don't pay me. Like, please don't. I, this is for me. This is me. (laughs) (laughs) You you voluntarily said don't pay me. Well, no, but I think they were like, we're not going to be able to pay much. I was like, great. I don't care. I don't have to do anything. Like I literally don't. (laughs) My presence is your present. Thank you. Yes. yes, Oh my. What was it like when you first met them after like being such a fan? It was like being seven again. Like the feeling was the same. I don't think I've had that kind of a dopamine spike as an adult, like ever again. Wow. Um, I was going to ask, like being in your in your field, like, do you still feel like you become fans of people or or things in the same way? I mean, it's it's tough now because I feel like I know too much about production and like how things are made to like Mm. truly enjoy things the way I used to, which is kind of sad, but. Where like I'll be watching some movie, I'll be like, "Oh my god, the set deck is not is not right." <laughs> like I was watching a movie with my wonderful fiance. We we were like kind of into it, and I was like, "If they're stranded in a cave, why are all their clothes <laughs> brand new? I don't get it. Like this is a, this is an oversight. These things should look old." Wow. Right? Like you know, I'm just that person. I ruin every everything. Um, but I do still. I mean, I get very excited. I do, and I I it takes a lot. Like. R.I.P. Peter Falk. But if I were to see Peter Falk, I would not be able wow. to control my faculties. Let's get into it. So we were talking a little bit off air. We want to recommend. We always like to say what pop culture we're enjoying. You, we were bonding over un like unknown to each other. We are both rewatching Columbo <laughs> right now. Best show ever made. I'll say it. I mean, there are <sighs> wow. many comfort shows for me. I think you know, Golden Girls, obviously. Yeah. She wrote and Columbo, obviously. You know, there that that's it right now it always hits right yeah i'm with you on all three of those i'm also re-watching mary tyler moore show which is like very interesting to rewatch. um but that's another comfort food for thing for me too i don't have it i just moved a few months ago but i have an m on my wall i used to oh. because mary did um but and there weren't many other marys you know what i mean it's like i'm sorry like it's hard out here but anyway Columbo is just like, if you've not seen Columbo, like how would you even describe like the wonder of Columbo? It's the format, even if you're not watching it in a a nostalgic way, the format is very unique where you see the crime first. There's like the first part of the show is the crime. And so you know who did it and you You know know how they did it. And then in comes Columbo after like 12 minutes of like some other thing (laughs) happening. So you're like, where is the guy? And in he comes and then you watch him figure out the crime. So it's just 
a really different thing and it's so oh i mean you have like set the most beautiful colorful sets yes like, it was on for so long you see it go from like what was it fifth not 50s was it i think it was like very late 60s or like what's confusing is apparently he did like a tv show like in the late 50s or sometime and then there was like a decade before it like actually started for real so okay. so i think it's like 70s Amazing um, actors and like it's the vibe of Murder She Wrote, but it's more like I don't know if anyone here has seen the movie Clue. Another amazing. Oh my god! Of course, there's a lot of Clue action, but also there's he, he he's the show. He's like the bumbling, like charming, adorable. It's amazing because like you see the crime happen and it's very direct, like how they show it to you, and then he his character solves it by being the most like indirect, like unmade bed as a person like tumbling into a room like you would never suspect he like knows exactly what happened and he's like drawing he's like pulling all the strings and you're watching it and it's just like I mean I can't judge like I mean I guess I can judge good acting I don't know anything about acting other than just like watching stuff but when I watch him I'm like you seem like you've really tapped into something here it's like also watching Angela Lansbury as Jessica Fletcher it's like she elevates something that could have been crap. Same with Columbo. And it's just like, I don't know. Those shows always hit right to me. Same. Alice, what about you? What's your comfort? Yeah, TV? what's going on? Dateline? In terms of comfort TV. Yeah, definitely used to watch a lot of Dateline. Honestly, I, I haven't been watching so many things. I read the Britney Spears memoir. That was great. Yeah. That was a like one. Did it just come out? What's that? Yeah, that just came out yesterday. <laughs> Yes, I finished it yesterday. So that was a Whoa, wait, a give us your read. feedback. I haven't read it yet. I I liked it and I I think I'm surprised by people who like how many people didn't just go out and get it. I think it wasn't super well publicized. I know that she didn't want to do a lot of publicity. Mm. I had to walk like further into the bookstore than I think I should have to buy it in person. Rude. Like it should have been the first thing I saw. And the person yeah, the person checking me out was like, oh, another Britney book. Like, so clearly people were buying it, but I've read her mother's book. I've kind of like thumbed through just to like see what the sister's book is about. And I've been sort of curious, but I kind of wanted to read it to get to the part where she talks about like how she perceived the last five mm. years. So I don't know. I, I super recommend mm. it. I think it was fascinating. I also, I take more seriously, right? Like she writes, right? She's been someone who writes in journals for years and years and like Jessica Simpson is someone who writes. So if there is a person who like isn't a full-time author who comes out with a book who writes, I'm always way more interested in that. Yeah. I mean, I was planning on but it's good. But I didn't I you are a speed reader. That's amazing. You jumped right on it. Love it. Ha had yeah. it, it was like not a choice. Okay. Like respect. It was I like I got a flu shot, that. a booster and I got the Britney like wow. Done. Three things that you did yeah, for yeah. your health yesterday. Not not a choice. No, not a choice. Wow. I was looking at the calendar and it was like all of these things. Yeah, had to read it the day it oh. came out. Not even a question. Well, the only pop, pop culture I'm consuming like in real time is Golden Bachelor. <gasps> oh, sure. We're all watching. Sure. Can we get into it? <laughs> Man, uh, well, I, never, I've, I love crying, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have not cried. Like, it's amazing that they shrunk. Did you watch Bachelor before Golden Batch? Uh, yeah, the charity like, season. 
Okay, see, I didn't see Charity's season. Yeah, okay. yeah, but I've seen like I used I've seen Bachelor and Bachelorette. Those episodes would be like three hours at a clip. Lots going on. This is like a tight hour, and I'm crying more in that one hour than I ever did when it was like three hours. Absolutely right, and I would prefer this to take longer than the other seasons of normal Young Bachelorette mm. Bachelor. Like, yes, I'm much more interested. I mean, the Bachelor Bachelorette typically are like kind of like guilty pleasure like ha 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 like this is so yes whatever like that kind of watching but this is a totally different thing as you know like he is he's so sincere he's so sweet he's so heartbroken about his his wife and like I just want Gary to be happy and me too (laughs) I know the editing to like demonize these women I like I try not to pay attention to like they're trying to make somebody the villain or whatever it is but they all for the most part they all seem so yes and like because of the their age they're not this the usual like petty thing they all are so supportive of him and of each other and it's just very beautiful and like Yes. And it's like it, you didn't think the show could be. I think everyone, like you're saying, used to think the value of the show was that it was all like sort of very surface level people and you could sort of laugh at them and mm-hmm. they were in on it and they would know how to make plot lines around themselves and whatever. And this guy is just like and the women, you can tell like they are not thinking like that at all. Like they're so locked in in a sincere, genuine way. When they opened up on episode one with him looking at a photo of his dead wife, I started I can't. I, same. Um, and I was like, uh, I, that was like two minutes in. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Yeah. And because tonally, I was like, I don't know what this is going to be. And the fact that these women love each other in such a seemingly in such a genuine way. And like the last episode, I was both laughing and crying when they were all just like sitting around one afternoon having ice cream, which I was like, you'll never see the regular <laughs> contestants eating ice cream in the house. And they were playing Never Have I Ever with ice cream. So I don't know if you've seen it. And Susie, who, like, I'm fascinated by because Gary, I've never seen Gary, like, actually talk to her, the one who looks like Kris Jenner, but she sails through every rose ceremony. But they were like, never have I ever, like, been with another woman. And she's like, "Uh uh-oh, and, like, eats her ice cream. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, an all, like, a couple of them did. And I was like, this is, they're so more open even than, like, the other contestants. It's It's just amazing. A feel-good thing. And, like, I genuinely am rooting for everybody that yes i don't know how you maybe tank your temp on this but the lady who missed her daughter's wedding oh my god oh my god i thought i misheard that i'm getting over a cold so i was like wait a second i had it on a pause and i was like i think my ears are blocked did this woman just say i was like can we go caption on because did this woman just say that she's her daughter's getting married today yeah and she was like no i need to play pickleball with gary like this is actually (laughs) and then when Oh, my God. The producers were like told Gary that he could like grant her a FaceTime with her daughter on her wedding day. And she was like, Gary's so thoughtful that he like let. And I'm like, what? I know that was a. I don't know what to say. Like, on one hand, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like my fiance and I were both like, what? And but we were like, okay, maybe she's having like another wedding ceremony, like out of the country. And this is right. Like her like just the courthouse courthouse thing and then they're gonna have like another one so i'm giving this woman the benefit of the doubt on this i think that's wise what a vibe also um the fact that they could all play pickleball and they're way more athletic than i have ever (laughs) it was very impressive when what that woman dove out of the court 
and like hit a shot that landed. I was like, oh my God, what are, they look, some of them, I'm just like, you guys are in better shape than me. Also shame on the producers for making them sleep in bunk beds. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I mean, but it's just such a joyful experience. Not what I was expecting. And I'm hoping there'll be a golden bachelorette then and that this is yes thing because I can't go back. I mean, because Hulu will automatically play like Bachelor in Paradise after. And I'm just like, yeah. no, no, get off the screen. Absolutely it's, not. It's a hard tonal shift. Like I am watching that too, because that's my wife's favorite franchise. Although we both really like Golden Batch, but. And no shame. And like, I no, just it's Golden fine. Batch. But it's like, it's really hard to imagine like these people complaining about anything when like you're literally watching them complain about like, well, I didn't get enough time. Or like he went on a date, dinner date with this one when it's like, We've just literally seen a woman be like, I watched my husband die. Yeah, there's no there's no copying that for me. I, I'm just fully into it. All I want is Gary and these women to all be happy. I hope the yep. woman who had to leave because her daughter had like birth complications. <gasps> I know. Come back. I was weeping. I mean, I think they had a real connection, too. So I was like, this is just really sad because he was really affected by it. He cries a lot and I love him so much. Me too. More men should feel comfortable crying. And like he's doing a lot of valuable work there. And yeah, he looks yeah. great. I mean, I don't he know what people are eating, but <laughs> no, but like whatever it is, like I guess we should all be aspiring to that. But wow, what a recommendation. Anything else you want to recommend or I guess you can't promote anything right now. We'll see. No, but um, I cannot. But I recommend that everyone reads Dolls of Our Lives, the book. Oh, my God. Wow. We didn't even pay you to say Thank that. Thank you. No, because again, I, you're on strike. So I'm on strike, you know. but I thoroughly, absolutely loved and enjoyed it. It was such a feel good, fun read. And of course, if you're listening to this, you already are going to get it anyway. But wow, it's a great gift too. Holidays are coming up. Wow, and thank it's you for the that. Girl, fan in your life. Wow, thank you for that plug, and thank you for being here. This has just been such a delight. We so appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I absolutely loved this experience.